Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. Now, this week we're going to be diving into a really cool topic, uh, and it's about acceptance. So, the entire BU team and I have actually just spent the last couple of days in Sydney doing our certification in a really cool type of therapy called acceptance and commitment therapy. Um, it's an amazing, amazing process. We learned from Dr. Russ Harris, who's a leading psychologist in Australia, and it really inspired me with some of the concepts he spoke about. So I wanted to jump onto the podcast this week and share some of those concepts, but also some of those practical tools that we learned with you to help you better manage and work through difficult emotions and feelings. So it's going to be a really exciting episode. As always, make sure you stay until the end so you get all the value out of it. This week, as with every other week where it's just me, it's going to be broken down into little manageable three to five minute chunks so you can listen to it while you're on the run. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a great episode. So without further ado, let's jump straight into it. So if you've ever been coached by us or attended one of our masterclasses on emotional freedom, you'll know that we're massive advocates for acceptance here at BU. Um, it's, you know, it forms step three in our model of human thriving. It's, you know, to really thrive and flourish in life and really enjoy a life of confidence and purpose. It's essential that we move through the five steps of awareness. So actually knowing how we feel and what we're thinking, understanding, so knowing why we're feeling and thinking that way, why these thoughts and feelings come up, but then accepting them. And that's quite difficult. You know, a lot of people really struggle around the idea of acceptance. It's such a powerful step, and I'm going to run through that later in this episode, why it's so beneficial and why it's so powerful and why it forms step three in our five steps to thriving. But a lot of people have this reaction of, well, I can't accept that. You know, acceptance means just putting up with it. And I, I, I came to coaching to overcome these feelings and to change them. And yes, we'll definitely be doing that. But before we do that, we must learn to accept them first. So acceptance isn't about tolerating it. It's not about putting up with it, right? A classic example that Dr. Russ Harris taught us in the last couple of days, would you rather your friends tolerate you or accept you? So there's a huge difference, right? Acceptance means so much more than just tolerating and putting up with it. And it also doesn't mean to encourage it. I know some of our members have said, you know, if I accept it, doesn't that mean that I'm encouraging it and allowing it to come up more often? Well, actually, no. What you're going to find throughout this uh, podcast episode is it's the exact opposite. The more we learn to accept our thoughts and feelings as they are, the less hold they have over us, the less we, you know, tie our self-identity to them, the less we get lost in them, the less we get overwhelmed by them. So the big thing to understand here is straight away, there are no good or bad thoughts or feelings. No thought or feeling is in and of itself inherently good or bad. You know, we live in a society where most human emotions and human feelings are frowned upon and taught that they're bad, like sadness is bad, anger is bad, anxiety is bad, stress is bad. Well, these things can actually also be incredibly beneficial. Like, take stress, for example. You know, there's a thing called proactive stress, where you use a, a little amount of stress in order to inspire you to take action on something meaningful to you. Right? We've all done it before. We've procrastinated for a while, and then we get towards the, you know, when it's whatever the uh, project is, whenever it's due. 
and we get that little bit of stress and that moves us into action, that can actually be incredibly useful. You know, fear and anxiety can be incredibly useful. It's it's a part of the human mind that's designed to keep us alive and keep us looking for threats so that we don't just go out and do crazy things and die. It's brilliant at keeping us alive. Now, sadness is incredibly beneficial at helping us mourn the loss of a loved one. All of these emotions and feelings and even all of our thoughts have their place. The difficulty is when we tie ourselves to them and when they keep coming up and we get lost in them and overwhelmed by them. But in and of themselves, they're not good or bad, right? This is why we don't like the positive thinking movement, right? Because no matter how hard you try to positively think all the time, it's never going to happen. It is human nature that over your life, you will have difficult thoughts and feelings come up. You will experience struggles. You know, it's a beautiful part of life that there's so much beauty, but there's also so much pain. You know, a great example that, again, Dr. Russ taught us over the last couple of days is if, if I said to you that you could go through the rest of your life never experiencing emotional pain again, never having difficult thoughts again, but the only cost of that was you would no longer be able to love, you would no longer be able to care, and you would no longer be able to live a life of meaning and purpose. Would you make that trade? And I don't think anyone would. It would be such a bland and boring and meaningless existence. So what I want you to grasp straight away as we go through the rest of this episode is acceptance isn't about tolerating it. It's not about, you know, putting up with it. It's not even about encouraging it. It's just recognizing that it is an inevitable, inevitable part of life, that there will be difficulties and there will be struggles. The freedom is in learning how to recognize these thoughts and feelings quickly and be able to understand them, accept them, and overcome them before they take hold and overwhelm you. That's the freedom. It's not about getting rid of them entirely. It's not possible to. So throughout the rest of this episode, I'm going to take you through some really cool concepts and ideas around acceptance and then teach you towards the end how you can begin practicing acceptance in your own life. So let's talk about why acceptance is so beneficial. I said at the start of this episode that it forms the third step in our five steps to thriving, but you know, we regularly teach people that third step is arguably the most important because if we don't do it, it's very easy to slip into suffering. So the process for suffering is to be aware of what you're thinking and feeling, even to a degree understand why you're thinking and feeling that way, but then either blame yourself or others for it, regret the past, or repress those feelings and push them away and think they'll go away on their own, which we all know that that doesn't work, right? So distract yourself with, you know, maybe jumping on social media, alcohol, drugs, you know, Netflix, whatever it may be, using that as a distraction to escape these thoughts and feelings, but they're going to keep coming up. That is the process of suffering. So, so many people make the mistake of building their awareness and building understanding and getting in their head and overthinking and trying to work themselves out and think their way out of these thoughts and feelings, only to end up in suffering. So that's why step three is so crucial, because if you think about it, what is the natural opposite of blaming yourself or someone else? Well, it's acceptance. What is the natural opposite of regretting the past or worrying about the future? Well, it's acceptance. And what is the natural opposite of just repressing these feelings and pushing them away and trying to not look at them? Well, it's accepting that they're there. See, acceptance is such a beneficial thing to practice because it helps 
limit the amount. I'm not going to say get rid of entirely because it's not possible to live a human life where you're never going to drop into suffering, right? But it limits the time that you spend in suffering and it sets yourself up for a life of thriving. You know, and another thing to think about is how difficult is it to interact with the world around you, to really interact with the people who mean the most to you, to live a meaningful and fulfilled life and to take action that makes a, a difference in your life when you're so busy fighting your own thoughts and feelings. Like, who's going to win that fight? <laughs> if you spend days on end in your own head arguing with your own thoughts and trying to force them to go away, have you ever noticed that the more you try and fight a thought, the more it comes back? Well, the more you try and fight a feeling, the bigger it gets. Like, I regularly teach people at our masterclasses and our seminars. If you get angry with yourself for being stressed, well, now you're just frustrated that you're stressed. And then you're going to be stressed about being frustrated about being stressed. It starts to... They start to build up. Right? But if we can just accept that we're stressed in the first place, now we're just dealing with one thing. It's so much easier to handle and it's quicker to move on. Right, fighting these feelings and thoughts makes them stay for longer, makes them get stronger, it makes them have more control over us. It actually prevents you from being able to take meaningful action in your life and, and create the changes that you desire and deserve. So there's so much that I can say about acceptance being so beneficial. The key here is how, like, it's, it sounds like a great concept, but how do you actually practice it? I know I get so many of our members going, okay, I get it, acceptance sounds really good, it's really beneficial. I know it doesn't just mean tolerating it and putting up with it or encouraging it, it just means accepting it as it is so that I can then take committed action to change, which, by the way, is where we get acceptance and commitment therapy from. Accept what is out of your control, accept what you're currently feeling and thinking, but then take committed action to changing it right? on the things that you can take action on. So it's not about just being passive either and sitting there lying around being like, oh, well, I'm accepting everything, so this is how life is. I won't bother trying to change anything. No, there's still that committed action afterwards. Right, but how do we actually do that? What is that committed action? And, and even before that, how do, we, how do we actually practice acceptance? What does that look like? What does it feel like? Like, I know a lot of people like I coach when we first start exploring this, it's such a foreign concept. So I'm going to teach you some really cool little techniques uh, over the next few little sound bites, that you can practice day to day to begin building the strategy of acceptance. Now, I want to highlight before we do this that it's like any other skill. Right? You never jumped straight onto a bike and got it first time. You never got behind the wheel of a car and were a pro driver. Right? You never learned a new language or an instrument on your first lesson. Acceptance is the same. You're not going to get this straight away, and that's okay. Just give yourself a little bit of compassion. Maybe, you know, accept that you're not going to get it straight away and accept that you're probably going to have um, difficult thoughts and feelings coming up as you practice it. You know, like, oh, I'm no good at this. I won't bother. Oh, this is silly. Like, why am I even trying this? Oh, I, I can't get this. I'm not going to change anyway. You know, maybe feelings of, of self-doubt or of, of con- uh, self-consciousness. That's okay. Those feelings are going to come up and, you know, maybe that in itself is a good practice for you to begin practicing acceptance. So with that said, let's move into the first practice I'm going to teach you on this episode. So I'm about to take you through three really amazing practical techniques that you can use on a day-to-day basis to begin developing the skill of acceptance. Now, obviously, if you wanted to go further into this and really build this skill set that's going to last you a very long time, be very beneficial over your whole life, 
that's where you'd look at um, reaching out to us, sending us an email at grow at BU Coaching and inquiring about one of our coaching programs. Um, but to start with, there are three practices that every single person can benefit from. And the best part is they sound so easy and so simple that when I first learned about them, I went, there is no way that that works. There's no way. It's too simple. But then I began practicing it myself, felt amazing results, began practicing it with our members and our clients. They got amazing results. So definitely, definitely, definitely uh, start with these three. So the first one is distancing yourself a little bit from the thought or the feeling, right? It's so common in in our society to say things like, I am depressed. Well, that suggests that all of you, your entire being is depressed. But that's not the case. Is your little finger on your left hand depressed? You know, I am angry. Well, no, you're a lot more than that. <laughs> you're, a, you're a three-dimensional human being with beliefs and memories and values and things that you love and people that you love and you know, a wide range of emotions in a day-to-day basis. You don't just, you're not just permanently depressed or angry, right? And the same with our thoughts, right? When our thoughts come in, we tend to just have these thoughts and adopt them and go, oh my God, this is, this is true and it's my thought and this is, you know, I'm not good enough. Yes, I believe that. That's who I am. I'm not good enough, Right? That is so detrimental to our to our sense of well-being, to tie our sense of self and our identity to these thoughts and feelings. So a very beneficial strategy to help you begin accepting these is to just take a little step back and recognize that you are not your thoughts and you are not your feelings. Now, a practical way to do that, and again, I forewarned you when I said these are very simple strategies and you're going to think there's no way that'll work, it's too easy. Give it a go. A very simple way to begin practicing acceptance around these thoughts and feelings is to simply insert the word, I'm having the thought that, in front of the thought, or I'm noticing the feeling of whatever, or I feel the feeling of whatever, right? Because what that teaches and what that trains your mind to be able to do is recognize that even when you feel overwhelmed by anxiety, you are not anxiety, right? To be able to step back and go, oh, I'm recognizing the feeling of anxiety, well, that means that you're not the feeling, right? Like I can recognize and see and hold my iPhone. It doesn't mean I'm the iPhone. Same with our thoughts. I'm having the thought that I'm not good enough. Try it now. Close your eyes and think to yourself a thought that's been really troubling you, like really leading to a lot of stress and overwhelm and anxiety, like any thought whatsoever that you've been maybe ruminating on or revisiting or playing over and over in your head or overthinking about. Have that thought and recognize how it makes you feel. And then, in your own mind, just change it to, I'm having the thought that. And then put the thought in. How different does it feel? Do you feel that sense of spaciousness, that, that ability to step back and observe the thought? And I'm not saying that it's going to make you feel great instantly. It won't. That's not the purpose of this exercise that comes later in the commitment um, section, taking committed action to make change. This is just giving you the space to accept your thoughts as what they are, which is just thoughts. They're not you, they're not rules, they're not deterministic. Especially with thoughts around the future, just because you think it doesn't mean it's going to happen. We get so caught up a lot of the time in overthinking the future and making plans and what's going to happen if it goes wrong and we come up with 10,000 different scenarios. 
and we react to them like they're actually going to happen. This is what leads to things like anxiety and overwhelm and emotional burnout. Right? But if we can step back and go, these are just thoughts or this is just a feeling, it gives us that little bit of space to not be as, as overwhelmed by it or as driven by it. So this second practice is brilliant for thoughts. You know, if you find that you're someone who has a, a thought about yourself, like I'm too fat or I'm not good enough or, you know, I'll, I'll never be loved, I'm, you know, I'm never going to be successful, whatever the thought is about yourself, if it keeps coming up, this is amazing at helping you diffuse that and not be so overwhelmed or, or controlled by it. So there's a couple of techniques for you to play with here, but the, the key with all of these techniques we're about to do is that it trains your mind to recognize that you actually have power over the thought, not the other way around. You know, we often get caught up in our thoughts and believe they have power over us and they control us, and that's just how life is. So I'm going to invite you to think whatever the thought is, but, you know, I'm, I'm too fat, I'm, I'm lazy, I'm not good enough, I'm, you know, I'm never going to be loved, I'm not successful enough, whatever it may be, whatever thought about yourself causes you a bit of pain, um, and just let that thought come up. I know it's a painful thing to do, but we're going to learn to accept pain as part of human experience. And realistically, it's a big thing we teach in our coaching program. The best way to learn how to overcome these feelings is to feel them. You don't learn guitar by watching someone else play the guitar or by reading about the guitar. You pick up the guitar and play it. That's the same with learning these skills. You've actually got to get in touch with these painful feelings in order to overcome them. So just... If you're listening to this and you can close your eyes, do so. If not, obviously keep your eyes open. But just think this thought. And I'm just going to invite you. Uh, see if you can, in your own mind, take this thought and play it in your head to the tune of Happy Birthday. Right? So, for example, if it was, I'm too fat. I'm too fat. Right? Play... The, whatever the song is, uh, sorry, whatever the thought is, in the tune of Happy Birthday, or your favourite song, I don't even mind which song it is. And now see if you can take that thought and put it in the voice of someone famous or a cartoon character, maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger or Homer Simpson, maybe your mother's voice, maybe your mother's voice if she just sucked on helium balloons, it was really high-pitched, how would it sound then? And then let's, let's play around with the thought visually and just imagine you're putting the thought on a canvas, whether painting it or throwing it on there or maybe it's on a computer screen and just see what you can do with it. Change the font size, change the style, see if you can make the words of the, the thought the same script as what you see on kids' books, you know, the really bubbly, playful one. See if you can make it the same font as what they use at fancy restaurants, you know, the really fancy script-looking one. Can you put it into Wingdings, the, the weird one that has all the different symbols and you're not even sure what it says anymore? Can you change the colour of it? And now see if you can move it around. See if you can take the thought and maybe make it jump up and down or wiggle or bounce or spin in a circle. What can you do with this thought? Now, if I asked you throughout this exercise, if you're really committing yourself to it, how you felt, I imagine at some point you laughed or you smiled and thought this is ridiculous, this is silly. But how amazing is it that a thought that is so painful that normally 
leads to so much emotional pain and turmoil for you that you're so overwhelmed by, you can now laugh at, even temporarily. Right? Again, they're very powerful techniques just to remind us that we have power over our thoughts. They don't have to control us. And that gives us a... It's much easier to accept them when we're not fused to them, when we're not tying ourselves to them, when we're not believing that they're deterministic and, and that they're there for life. Right? To literally just... Another great technique for this is to name it. Ah, oh, oh, the too fat story again. I remember this one. This one's come up before. And I've lived through it before. Right? It's a great way to gently remind our brain that, yes, you've thought this before, probably plenty of times in your life, but you've always lived through it. You've always made it through. And you've had happy days before and after the thought. It doesn't have to determine the quality of our life. So give those a go and see how you go. And then we're going to move into the final uh, practice that I'm going to teach you on this week's episode. So the final practice is really good for feelings. You know, we just did a great practice around thoughts. This one's really beneficial for when you feel yourself stuck in a feeling that's a bit painful. You know, stress, overwhelm, anxiety, depression, uh, anger, jealousy, anything that you feel is not working for you and that you struggle with. What most people do, and, and I don't blame them because it's what we're trained to do, it's what I did for a very long time. We're trained in society that when we feel these, we should either push them away and bury them, or try and fight them. Now, I want you to imagine playing tug-of-war against this feeling. And you can imagine the feeling is whatever it is. Maybe it's a monster. You know, maybe it's you know, someone you know, whatever it may be. The harder you pull in tug-of-war, the harder the other team pulls back. Right? So you're going to be in this to-and-fro battle for God knows how long. For some people, they battle their feelings for hours. Some it's days, some it's weeks, some it's years. But no one wins that. You're battling against yourself. And even if you do make change how you feel, you're probably going to be left feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, and emotionally burnt out. So no one's a winner. Well, that's much more beneficial to go, oh, I'm feeling this at the moment, and then put down the rope. Don't fight it. Lean into it. Accept it. And then move on and change. Right? But how do we begin doing that? Well, a great way to begin practicing that is... To check in, and as I said first, it's always about awareness, so recognize the feeling, I'm having the feeling that, you know, or I feel stressed or anxious, find the name of it, but then practice getting out of your head and into your body and focusing on what you can control, so this is best explained in a practical example, so again, I'll invite you to you know, think of a memory that brings up some feelings that are painful to you, or, you know, dig up whatever you need to think or do, to sort of dig up a feeling that you've been struggling with lately. And when you feel that, allow it to grow to like an 8 out of 10 or above. You know, if it's stress, it's an 8 out of 10 stress or above. If it's anxiety, it's an 8 out of 10 anxiety or above. Again, I know that's painful, but just allow yourself to do it, provided you feel comfortable and safe too. And then, when you're there... I just want you to press your feet into the ground wherever you are. Feel the ground against your feet. Then you know, touch your fingertips together. Really become aware of how your fingertips feel pressing against each other. 
Move your head lightly from side to side. Stretch out the little kinks in your neck. Maybe roll your shoulders out a little bit. Really focus through this feeling on listening to me and connecting with me through this podcast episode. Maybe you stand up if you can. Maybe you just move around a little bit more. Maybe you clench and unclench your fist. And notice that as you do this, the feeling is still there, but it's not as overwhelming. It's not as terrifying. It's not as um, painful. Right? It's still there. We're not fighting it. We're not repressing it. We're not trying to hide it or distract ourselves. We're just gently reminding ourselves that even in the midst of painful feelings, you have control over your body and you're able to take action. It's very, very powerful to gently remind ourselves in times of emotional struggle that no matter how painful the struggle, no matter how overwhelming it gets, there are still things that you can control. There are still things that you can focus on. There are still things that you are able to do through this feeling. Again, we're not fighting it, we're not trying to hide it, we're not trying to make it go away with this. It's still there but it's now in the background. It's almost like a, like a radio playing in the background. Right? If you were to try and ignore the radio, how much louder does it seem? I don't know if you ever noticed this, but if you're doing something and you hear something in the background and you try and ignore it, it seems to get louder. Right? Or if you, you know, wish that you could turn it down, but you can't, it seems to get louder. But if you can just go, okay, well, the, the radio is playing in the background, the feeling's playing in the background, it's still there. But I'm going to focus on maybe my breath, tension in my shoulders, moving my head, touching my fingertips together, feet into the ground, really listening to Declan's voice on this podcast. It gently reminds our mind that we can still do things, we can still make change through our feelings. And that's incredibly, incredibly beneficial and a great practice for learning to accept how we're feeling in order to then change how we feel later. As I said, that's commitment, part of acceptance and commitment therapy. It's actually taking committed action to changing how you feel long term. So, you know, this week we've really covered the acceptance part of acceptance and commitment therapy. It's such a beneficial step. It's so powerful. And I do hope that As always, you take some of these skills we've worked through today on this episode of the podcast and you apply them because talk is cheap and knowledge is worthless. Your life will only change through practice and through action. And if you are struggling with that, if you're overwhelmed by it, if you want some more tailored guidance and support, feel free to reach out to us at grow at bucoaching.org. Just send us an email or you can jump on the website www.bucoaching.org and you'll find a section to book in a complimentary consultation call with myself or one of my team, so we can help guide you through this. But as always, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for investing your time into yourself by listening to this episode of the podcast. It really does mean a lot to me that I'm able to reach out and impact so many lives each week um, through what we do at BU. And once again, as always, at the end of every episode, you know how we end these. Be empowered. Be exceptional. Be you.